Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. It's one of those city canyons flanked on both sides by buildings. Down the narrow alleyway pulls a late model sedan. Only the experienced eye would detect the thin two-way radio antenna whisker on the roof and the blue spotlight turned discreetly down, the earmarks of a plain-clothes police car. The driver, a big man in his 40s in a rumpled sport coat. But now, out of the shadows of a brick building doorway steps another man his old-fashioned long raincoat pulled about him. A strange conference is about to take place in the alley. It's probably just as well that nobody will hear the exchange about to take place between these two men. It might shake our confidence in vested authority. But we'll eavesdrop anyway, in just a minute, when Crisis brings you John and Helen Roder's tale of intrigue called The Payoff. something for me today? Yeah. Here you go. Mm. How much this time? Two hundred and fifty. Two fifty. Okay. Payoffs are getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Well, Antoine's is getting closer and closer to opening night. <laughs> I see. You, uh, you sure you got a good safe place for the dough? <laughs> Have I ever lost any of it yet? Okay. You got time for a cup? I'd better not this time. I'll be missed if I don't get back inside. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I better roll it, too. I don't want the black and whites to wonder what I'm doing in the alley. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, see you, Danny. Peace.
Yes, my son? Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been six weeks. Every time I have him besides the door, I get the jitters. Yeah, I know. Forget it, will you? We need him. We need a guy on the inside, Kistler. I know that. But a sergeant in on the take? Oh, relax. Sergeant Thomas Brophy is no different from any of us. And he can use the extra dough. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you bet. Only why is it he never spends any of it? I swear he's still wearing the same lousy sport coat he bought when he went into plain clothes six years ago. He still takes his lunch in a brown bag and... Look, Brophy's got a house full of kids to support. That's why. He's got two kids in college, and the third one is trying to set up a daycare center or something. I don't know. And he's bankrolling it. Besides, he's a cautious man. My old lady walked out years ago, and your wife works. So it's a different scene with us. Yeah, sure, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but you got to give him credit. Old Sarge has got the whole world fooled, hasn't he? Well, everything go okay today. Yeah, same old thing. Well, thank heaven for that. Well, you never used to worry. I always used to worry. I just never used to show it. More coffee? Mm-mm. Oh, I uh, saw Father Dan today. Hmm. How is he? Fine as ever. The two of you. Now there's a pair. Working any hours of the day or night. Both of you getting gray and fat, and neither one of you having any fun out of life. Well, who says I'm not having any fun? Sure it's fun. Police work? Well, uh, you know, if it's not fun, at least it's familiar. And don't be worrying about Father Danny, either. He wouldn't know what to do with himself if all the sinners suddenly repented. <laughs> that chance of that? Yeah, well, anyway, we used to have some long talks in Korea, you know. I'm trying to talk him into going into the police academy, and he's trying to talk me into the seminary. Do you know that that was 23 years ago? Was it that long? 1951. Sure enough. Which brings up your retirement. Two more years and you'll have your 25 in. Mm, doesn't seem possible. And then you'll hang it up, won't you, Tom? Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I, I want to I wanna walk out of this job with no loose ends. I want to I be sure we have enough money to, to make it without killing ourselves. I owe you that. Of course. You also want to buy that camper and make a trip around the country to see all your old marine buddies. Well, put the rest of the family on its feet. Mm, fix up the house. Sell the house. Sell it. <laughs> Who'd buy it the way it is? Yeah. Yeah, well, hell, I'll be working my full 25 and then some if they'll let me. If they'll let you. They'd never let you retire, Tom Brophy. You're just too good a cop. guys want something? Yeah, step over here by the car. Yeah? Oh, good evening, Detective Cable. I uh, see your identification. <laughs> oh, sure. Here you go. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, this looks okay. All right, take off, but watch yourself. Sure. Sure. How much this time? Hey, drive this heat. Well, yeah, I don't want to count it in front of God and everybody. Three, four, five. Hey, there's 900 this time. We still split even with Sarge? Well, we got to How would he know what Antoine's man gives us? Hey, listen, shout ahead. How do we know he doesn't know? He's been in the department plenty long enough to set up all kinds of contacts. Well, 
I'd hate to be the one to short him. Okay. Just a thought. Just a thought. Where do we meet him? Hey, play it cool. He'll be in the neighborhood. He knows tonight's the drop night. Great. Uh, I got something for you. Again? <laughs> my, my, my cup runneth over. <laughs> Let's go in here. This, uh, this where you're keeping the payoff dough? Do you really want to know where I keep it? No, no, no. Here. Now, I never asked you this, Danny, but uh, what uh, would happen to you if someone found your stash? I mean, like... uh... Father Carmody, the bishop, the cardinal? (laughs) Well, they'd have some tall explaining to do for starters, my boy. Yeah, well, it won't be much longer. Just till the nightclub opens. And Mr. Antone begins his little gambling enterprise in the basement. Yeah. You see, this, this money's buying him immunity from anyone ever snooping into his cellar. Did... Did you set it up for him? No, the two street men, Lou Kistler and T.J. Gable. Gable? Seems to me there was a choir boy once named Timothy Gable. Is he Catholic? No, I don't know. You know, one of these days, you, you can ask him yourself. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for coming, Mary. Hello, Harriet. Hi, Tom. Oh, it was a wonderful sermon you gave, Father Dan. I only wish there'd been more of the young ones here. Yeah, yeah. The ones that needed most are never in church, Father. You ought to know that. Well, you just keep giving it to them good about gambling and drinking and such. Thanks, Harriet. You don't think I was a little strong on it, then? Strong? Why, between you and Tom, I believe you could clean up the whole diocese. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, are we the last ones to leave? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, You go on to the car, sweetheart. I'll be be right along. All right, you two. Now, don't be long, now. You, uh, you were a little strong on the gamblers, you know, Danny. Was I? Well, I I mean, there's still a little more dough coming from Antoine before he opens. Let's not... Blow him out of the tub before we collect all we can. Father. Hey, Father. What? Oh, good evening. Uh, Father, I, uh, I wonder if I... Uh, what is it, my boy? Look, I, uh, I shouldn't even be here. <laughs> That's an odd thing to say about church. No, you don't understand. I, uh, I don't belong. But I gotta ask you something. I gotta, I gotta tell you something. Well, which will it be? I don't know who else I can tell. All right. Why don't we walk down to my little office? It's quiet and very private. I'm glad you caught me. I was just about to leave. Uh, my name's Callahan. What's yours? Uh, never mind my name. Like I said, I, I got no business even being here, let alone talking to you. Well, this is my office. Go on in. There, now. Just sit down. Uh, listen, I'm going to make this short and sweet. Father, there's a... There's a 
there's a couple of crooked cops in the neighborhood. Oh? How do you know that? Know it? I'm the runner. I pay them off. I see. Well, why don't you go to police headquarters about this? Are you kidding? And get my head blown off? Oh, I see. Now, who do you work for, my son? I can't tell you that. I take it you're not a Catholic. I'm not nothing. The Catholics have what's called confession. They confess their sins to God in the presence of a priest. The priest hears the confession, but he never reveals a word of what he hears to anyone. Including the cops? Including the cops. You mean, even if I tell you what I know, you you ain't going to blow the whistle on those phony cops? Suppose you tell me what you know. <sighs> okay. The guy I'm working for, he's a businessman, see? He's, he's opening up a new restaurant and lounge. Only the place is a front for the gambling he's setting up in the basement. And he's paying the cops to look the other way, see? He, he hires me for odd jobs, and, and one of the odd jobs is to walk down a certain street at a, at a certain time with the payoff money, see? And, and all of a sudden, this, this prowl car comes up beside me, and, and one of the cops calls me over, and, and he makes like he's checking my wallet. Only what he's really doing is taking the payoff dough out of the wallet. You see how it works? Mm-hmm, yes. So anybody walking along the street merely assumes the police are making a routine investigation. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, who are these policemen? You know their names? Sure. Lou Kissler and T.J. Gable. Oh, and there's a third guy. Only I don't know who he is. A third policeman? Yeah, some plainclothes guy. A sergeant. I, I heard Gable once. He said, we got to split this with the Sarge. I see. Well, you're to be congratulated, my son. I mean, I need that job. I like working for the, for the guy. But I could get in trouble if they caught me holding the payoff money, couldn't I? Well, I'm certainly no lawyer, my boy, but I think you've done the right thing by telling me what's going on. What should I do? When is the next payoff due? Uh, it's Tomorrow. Because the place opens for business tomorrow night. Hmm, that's soon. Well, I think you ought to go on about your job and do what you're told to do. And I'll tell you what. If you get in any trouble, I'll come forward and tell them you came to see me. Yeah, but if I do no, that... No harm will come to you. Just trust me. How much this time? A grand. $1,000. Oh, man. This is the night we ought to head to Brazil. I leave Sarge holding the bag? Hey, I was only kidding. Say, that little creep who delivers the money, did you, did you kind of get the feeling he was extra nervous just now? Yeah, he was sort of jumpy, wasn't he? Hey, there's Sarge's car. Hi, Sarge. Hi, boys. You're jumping back. How's it going, Kistler? Quiet. Yeah, real quiet. Uh, we got something for you. Oh? Hey, I'm beginning to wonder if Antoine's going to have enough dough to open his joint tomorrow night. Look at this. Here's yours. Ah, look at it. They gave us a grand this time, and they're still tomorrow night. Yeah, well, he's investing in many weeks apiece. We'll see to that. Just as long as you keep anyone from inside from getting too curious. 
Listen, never you worry about the inside, boys. You just keep the outside under control. I'll do my part. Oh, no. Dan, where are you? Ah, it's nearly midnight. He's locked the church and gone. Well, I have to take this home with me this time. Dear, hurry or you'll be late. Yeah, I'm on my way. Oh, uh, and listen, yeah, I, I won't be so late tonight. I should be home by uh, maybe ten. All right, have a good day, dear. Yeah, I will, I will, I will. My simple father, go with him and shield him. Well, I'll make the bed and oh, will you look and see what that man's gone and done? He's left his raincoat. Oh, well, well maybe I can catch him. Tom, Tom. No, he's gone already. Well, whatever will he do if it rains? Get soaking wet, that's what. I'll just hang it up. Wait. What's this bulge in his pocket? On earth? Money. There must be hundreds and hundreds of... What is Tom doing with this money? Oh, and him on a policeman's salary. Oh, Tom, what have you gone and done? I've got to talk to someone. Here. Oh, never mind. I'll just throw in your coat on. I've got to talk to someone. Harriet, my goodness, what brings you to church? Early Mass is just... Father, Father, I've got to talk to you. It's that important, is it? What's that you've got? It's it's money, Father. Tom brought it home with him last night. Where would he get more than than three hundred dollars? Three hundred dollars? Well, where did he say he got it? Well, that's just it. He didn't say a word about it. Oh? Yeah, I found it in his raincoat just now. Oh, Father been so worried about having enough money to pay for all the things he wants to do, but I can't believe he'd take it dishonestly. I I don't think he'd steal. Oh, there, there, Harriet. Give me the money. I'll put it in a safe place till Tom comes home. But, but what if he is Harriet, stealing, Father? your Tom would no more take dishonest money than, <laughs> well, than I would. It looks like Antoine's is going to be a success. Well, you look at that lineup trying to get in. Yeah. You know, I'm really going to miss these little payoff calls we've been making. Yeah, so am I. Sure makes life more interesting for a bachelor. Listen, it don't hurt a marriage either. Although my wife suspects I'm taking it out of what she earns at the cocktail lounge. Hey, there's Sarge. Who's he got with him? Hmm. Hey, it's some priest. Father Callahan. Hey, fellas. I'd like to present an old buddy of mine from Korea days, Dan Callahan. This is T.J. Gable and uh, Lou Kistler. Pleased to know you both. Yeah, right How are you, Padre? Well, uh, aren't you going to invite us into your nice, warm police car? It's getting chilly out. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Climbing back. I, uh, I'm parked on at 16. Might as well drive down that way. Huh? Oh, sure, sure. Your name is T.J. Gable? Yeah, that's right. It wouldn't be Timothy Gable, would it? <laughs> Timothy? No, it's Theodore. Oh. I thought perhaps you were the young Gable lad that once sang in a church where I was priest. Not very likely. Oh, uh, I turned on here. My, my, my car's parked just around the corner. Yeah, this will be fine. Okay, fellas, I'll take the last cut now. <clears throat> you, uh, know what he's talking about, Gable? Me, uh, what do you mean, cut, Sarge? <laughs> All right, you jerks. You can cut the cloak and dagger bit. Father Dan's been in on this with me from the beginning. He knows a dough is hush money from Antoine's. He's a crooked priest. Now, what's so funny about that? The church pays even worse than the police. All right, now, how about my share? Huh? Sure, sure. Here we go. That it? The whole shot. Now, we understand each other. This buys peace and quiet for Antoine for the next six months, right? Just like we agreed. Okay. Well, that wraps it up, I guess. You all except one detail. Take the money, Father. Hey, what's with the gun? We set you up, Kessler, you and Gable. Father Dan has every cent you paid me all marked and recorded. That's why I needed him as a witness. Well, you double-crossing... Yeah, that'll be enough of that. Thanks, Dan. You see, Father Dan and I were a pretty fair combat team in Korea, fellas. Of course, we both were a little thicker on the middle. Yeah, but my cassock hides my shape, Tom. Now, you see, if you'd taken my advice and gone into the seminary with me, you could wear one of these things, too. <laughs> oh, a fine pair of weed men. Two fat priests trying to arrest a couple of crooked cops. <laughs> uh, 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 sit right where you are, boys. That'll be three squads of men coming to break up Antoine's opening night. And the paddy wagon to take you along to jail. Well, what a relief. Virtue triumphs at last. And not a moment too soon, or Harriet might have blown the whistle and upset the whole plot. That's one advantage about writing these tales. You can always suppress a troublesome character by just tearing a page out of the typewriter. Tonight's yarn featured John Roder, John Amendola, Mar Roseanne, Dick Stokey, Pat French, and Gordon Thorne, and was written by John and Helen Roder, adapted for Crisis by yours truly, Jim French. <laughs> 